Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, we come, Lord, now to, to adore you, to worship you, to lift you high. There is no more important thing that we do on this earth than to give you glory. Give you glory. Thank you, Lord. As I come with the one thing you have said that will last when everything else is being destroyed or is gone. Your word. I thank you, Lord, that you could choose somebody like me. I thank you, Father. I do or say will ever disappoint you, but will give you glory. It's up in my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, O oh perfect God. For you are my strength and you are my redeemer. Jesus name I pray. Let the church say amen. Come with us now to the New Testament as we worship in this special season for Christians called Lent. It is our excitement. Every year, our excitement to welcome the birth of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. And so as we go to the Gospel of Luke, who tells many wonderful, wonderful things and gives us many lessons about what it is for Jesus during this season. So Luke chapter 1, verses 35 through 45. Luke chapter 1, verses 35 through 45. And listen now, listen for the word of the Lord. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. 
In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and she greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me? That the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Our sermon topic for today is something that we all should be doing no matter what's going on in the world. The topic is, I'm looking for a miracle. There are people all over the world today, tragedies happening everywhere, but I want everybody to know this is the time to look at God. Oh, my dear ones, if there is one thing we see throughout the pages of the Bible, it is miracles. And therefore, we need to know what a miracle is. A miracle. A miracle is a divine work of God that transcends human understanding and inspires wonder and it displays the greatness of God and, and causes us to recognize that God is active in our lives and in the world. And there, there is there's one thing that we learn from the miracles found in the word of God and that is that nothing is impossible for God. Only God, only God can perform miracles. How oh, many times God uses human vessels now to perform them, but it's always God working through them. Oh, <laughs> Glory to God. In our lesson today, verse 37 sums up the meaning of the miracle by saying, for nothing is impossible for God. In other words, God is a M-M-W-W. He's a miracle-making, wonder-working God. God works miracles. Beloved, whenever God makes the impossible possible and, and whenever God makes the unheard of happen, we call that a miracle. So today we're going to talk about two women, two women, one named Elizabeth and the other named Mary. Women who have a testimony about how God can use us to make the impossible possible and unheard of happen when we are committed now of God and keeping our faith and believing 
that whatever God says is true. Oh, I need to hear somebody out loud from, from Africa, from Jamaica, uh, from Los Angeles, from Pacoma. Just say it, say it, I can hear you. I'm looking for a miracle. Oh, glory to God, hallelujah. First, first, there was Elizabeth, the wife of Zechariah, the priest. Now, you know, in that day, people respected those who God sent to represent him. Uh, since she was the wife of a priest, she would, she would have held in high esteem and great honor by the masses of the people. But that was not Elizabeth's reality. Because Elizabeth could not have children. And now in order to thoroughly understand the ramifications of this matter, we must remember that in that day and in that culture, it was sociologically speaking a bad thing for a woman to be unable to bear children. The people, because of their primitive ways of thinking, tended to look down upon a woman who couldn't have children. And furthermore, they thought that if she couldn't have children, then God was punishing her for something that she has done. Oh, my God. Now, now, know this. Know this. That's human thinking. <laughs> and many times we speak human things when we don't know the word of God. That's human thinking, not God thinking. And that caused a problem. However, I do want you to hear this now. While people were talking about Elizabeth, Elizabeth was believing and expecting God for a miracle. She was an older woman. She had gone through uh, whatever we call it as a woman. She couldn't have no babies. Somebody help me up in here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. She had passed that time in life. And although Elizabeth was being belittled and lied upon and looked down on, our lesson a Bible lesson teaching us that Elizabeth was just where God wanted her to be. Because she was going through something. <laughs> she had a problem in that society. And now here's the scoop, here's the scoop. People needed to leave Elizabeth alone because, uh, because people who have gone through something always turn better than people who have not gone through anything. Can I get an amen? Now, Elizabeth, the wife of Zechariah the priest, was going through something because God was using Elizabeth to stage a miracle. Oh, hallelujah. I understand now that we cannot have a miracle without having a problem. And so God performed a miracle in her old age and in her husband's old age, Elizabeth conceived a baby. Oh, hallelujah. Elizabeth conceived a baby. And then she said in Luke 1, verse 25, she said, this is what the Lord has done for me. Oh, when he looked favorably on me and took away the disgrace I have endured among my people. And so Elizabeth received a miracle because she was looking to God for a miracle. Can, can you say when you think about your problems, 
You think about the problem. We're praying for those families who lost everything in the tornadoes or those who will be going through things in the weather. We, we, we think about people who have, have persons in the hospitals across the world today. Oh, can you think when you go to the one of the hospital, can you, can you think when you think about the people who have, have been hurt and abused in so many ways, can you think I'm looking for a miracle <laughs> because that kind of thinking will just set us up it'll set us up for a miracle can i get an amen and then there was mary of course of nazareth a quiet unassuming young woman of galilee and as far as the human eye could be her only claim to fame was that she was engaged to a village carpenter named jo uh, Joseph Barhedia, and there wasn't that much special about him either, for in that day, he was just a regular carpenter among many. At least Elizabeth was the wife of a priest, but Mary was ordinary. So if these two women had anything in common, it was that they both, although from different reasons, were at the bottom of the total pole of social opinion. Oh, my Lord. Both at the bottom of the totem pole. Both being talked about and abused. Both ostracized and accused. Both lacking something in their lives. Both needing a miracle because, remember now, the first thing you need to get a miracle is a problem. Well, God seeks out, let me tell you, God will seek out those of us who realize that we can use a miracle every now and then. I just told God the other day, at my age, I need a miracle all the time, every minute, every hour of the day. I'm looking for a miracle. And so one day, the miraculous happened in the lives of both Elizabeth and Mary. Elizabeth conceived in her old age when it was much too late. And Mary conceived when it was much too soon and while she was still a virgin. Now those two things, even in today's world, would be called a miracle. Oh, child of God, look at what God is showing us here. Look at what God is showing us. First, in Elizabeth's case, it shows us that it's never too late for God to do what he's going to do. Sometimes we come under the mistaken impression that the day is passed and gone for a miracle in our lives. The day has passed and gone for the opportunity of a lifetime to come our way. Some of us think that it's too late for the transformation of our life to come. Some of us think that good things have just passed us by. You know how people talk. People talk. Yeah, it's just too late for me. Too late for me to change the way I live. Listen, I've been self-centered, tight with my money, late to meetings, honoring mean, closed-minded, stubborn all my life. And it's just too late for me to change now. I am who I am. Take me as I am. Lord have mercy. Uh, 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 but uh, please allow a mature older woman like me. Oh Lord, next year I'll be kissing 80 in the face. 
I'm talking about, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Age has nothing to do with the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? I'm a witness standing here. So before you say it's too late, you ought to wait and see what God has to say about it. I reminded him the other day, Lord, you know I'm getting close to 80. He said, you need to be quiet, little girl. I called Moses at 80. Oh, my Lord, have a mercy. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he'll get me every time. He'll get me every time. When God decides to use you, for his glory, it's never too late. We live in a society that glorifies youth and downplays age. But really, the world ought to be just the other way. Because you don't have wisdom until you get old. And old people say, I'm a young 70, 79. No, I'm old, and I'm proud to be old because I remember when I was all those other ages I'm glad that I am where I am praise God somehow somehow I love young people but young people sit at the feet of older people that's all I got to say that's all I got to say it's not too late for you and me and I pray I pray that I will never ever get to the so old or too old to change oh my get kind of bored with the same old thing anyway. Ah, I don't ever want to be left behind when God is doing a new thing. And I pray that I never get stuck, stuck in the past, get stuck in my ways, get stuck in a place, or get stuck with unhealthy people in dreadful situations all today in my old age. I'm still looking for more miracles. Oh, I'm looking for a miracle. I'm telling you, I'm looking for a miracle. And then secondly, secondly, in the case of Mary, this shows that God can take the most unlikely people in the most unlikely situations and do whatever he wants to do with them. You know, some folk just jealous because other folk, you know, are up there. That's fine. That's fine, but what you need to tell people is, look, don't hate, cause you ain't me. Don't hate me, cause you ain't me. Hallelujah, God. This is because God's not limited to whom he can use. And he's not limited to the situations he can use to get his glory. God is God. God. We need to fear God. One of the most unlikely situations that can be is for a virgin to have a baby. Some of you young women don't try it because it ain't going to work right. Ain't nobody going to believe it now. Help me up in here, Jesus. There's been one. I don't know if there'll be another one. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, let, let me also say this. If God is going to do a new miraculous thing, and you are not on board, never think that God will not find somebody else to take your place, boo. I'm just here to say that goes to show us that, that we have to be careful about who we think God will use to fulfill his purpose. You know how people can be. Honey, girl, what in the world did God 
she's married. She ain't even married. <laughs> she comes from the South and she's too young. She hasn't even finished school yet. She don't, she don't have any class. Look at how she dresses. Her only conversation is about God. She spends hours praying. She's in and out of the temple, go to church all the time. Every time you talk to her, all she says is, praise the Lord. I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, 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 oh. oh, we need to watch our mouth, child of God. Watch our mouth. Watch our mouth. If you think that because you're a Baptist or a Methodist or a Lutheran that you're better than other folks, you better watch God go across the street and raise up a church of spirit-filled Holy Ghost Pentecostals. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. God hates arrogance. And some denominations are very arrogant. Child of God, Elizabeth and Mary were women of faith. They knew and they believed in the one and true God, the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who was before there was, the God who can do all things. They understood what the angel told them, for with God, nothing is impossible. These, these cousins these cousins knew that there is nothing too hard for God. Then, because they were women of faith, God used them because of and not in spite of their circumstances. Oh, and it's always a miracle when God raises them up from their lowly and despised positions by a miracle. But you know what? It's always a Miracle when God raises any of us up. Somebody need to say amen. <laughs> we don't deserve it. God's mercy and God's grace. God has worked a miracle in all of our lives. Or we wouldn't even be here in this worship celebration at this time. It was God. It was God all the time. It is God now. It will be God in the future. It will always be God who raises us up. So just give God some glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't take credit for what God is doing. You know what, beloved? It's just no wonder that when Mary received the news that she ran to her cousin Elizabeth because she wanted to be with somebody who knew and would admit what it's like to be down low and despised and then have God come along and raise her up. You know, whenever you want to tell somebody about how God has set you free, you ought to tell them. You ought to be able to find somebody, even in the church, who knows what you're talking about because they've been raised up too. Oh, God is a wonderful God. So then, beloved, if Elizabeth and Mary were to be here with us today, they will tell us that no matter where you find yourself, no matter the circumstances that we find ourselves in, God can take us in our problems and make us a channel for the miracle-making, wonder-working, MMWW power that he has. Oh, we need to tell somebody. Tell somebody your story. Give God glory for the miracles God has performed in your life. Listen. 
can I just take a lesson? I'm just going to take this lesson somewhere. And if the truth be told, child of God, there is no one in this sanctuary or looking um, on, on the media. There are no virtually watching who God has not worked a miracle for. So, so what we need to do is just stop. Stop. And give God the credit. Because it was God who works miracles. Mm, I'm going to get in somebody's business. Do you remember? You remember that time you were where you had no business being? And you didn't get caught? You got out the back door just in time. That was a miracle. That was a miracle. You remember the time you got home safe after drinking too much? Don't even remember how you got there. That was a, a miracle. Do you remember when you, you got that job you weren't even qualified for and you aced it? That was a miracle. You remember when you ran that red light and that stop sign and didn't get hit? That was God. That was a miracle. You but when you got low sick, the old people say low sick, and you came through it. You remember when you never thought you'd have a college degree. You remember that night and you didn't get pregnant. That was a miracle. You remember that day you wanted to end it all and you're still here. It's a miracle. Our lesson was about a woman named Elizabeth who birthed the great preacher John the Baptist at an old age. Our lesson was about a woman named Mary who gave birth to Jesus, the Son of God, when she was a virgin. When we think we can't, God will work a miracle. <laughs> I'm telling you because I know. You know why? Because God, I'm talking about God now, God is in the miracle working business. There's nothing too hard for God. And when you know God, then you will expect miracles. You will witness miracles. You will experience miracles. And then you'll give God glory. You'll live a life with the excitement of this. I'm looking. I'm looking for a miracle. That in of itself is something to just shout about. The, the songwriter says it. The songwriter says it like this. She says, I'm looking for a miracle. In fact, I expect the impossible. I, I can feel the intangible. And I see oh, the invisible. The Bible says what we see with our eyes is not real. What is unseen is real. Oh, good God Almighty. The sky is the limit to what I can have. I'm a child of the king. I'm just going to believe and receive it. I know that God will perform it today. Everything 
looking for a miracle. I expect, I expect the impossible. The impossible. I Hallelujah. Can feel the intangible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I see the yeah. invisible. You Hallelujah. The sky is the limit to what I can have. I want a lot. I want it all, God. Give all of it to me. The sky is the limit to what I can have. God, he wants us to lift our spirits and look, look, expect, ah, I'm looking, I'm looking for a miracle, oh yes I am, and so we invite those of you who are not members of God's church, and let me tell you, that's something you need to do. Take your booster shot, your shot, and join the church. Hallelujah. Uh, then you're ready. You're ready to survive. You're ready to live. And most of all, you're ready. You're ready to see Jesus. And so as we get excited about his coming, the greatest miracle ever performed, 
we invite you to join the church. Go to our, our internet for worship. Go to our church on the internet. We have ways for you to do that. You can also give. It is an honor to God to give after the word of God is preached. Give. Give from your heart. Give from your soul. Give from your pocketbook. And we will be praying that miracles are manifested in your life, in my life, in our lives. Because God works miracles. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let the church say amen. 